Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. We're in Vision Month, and um, over the next, uh, this week, and then the next three weeks, we're just going to talk about what God's doing, what, he, what he's, what we're hoping he's going to do in our house, and um, just teach on a few things that God's put on our heart. Amen? So I know we've been saying it, but come, please, please come. And we want to welcome everyone that's watching today, those online, and um, I want to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to teach today. Is that Okay. Praise the Lord. Um, why Vision Month? Why do a Vision Month? You know, um, Scripture is very clear in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Um, it says this out of the New Living Translation: When when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. They run wild, but whoever obeys the law is joyful. Um, where, where there's no vision, people, people run crazy and wild. And so we really feel in our hearts and we believe the Lord has commissioned us to be a place where we come and at the beginning of the year, we establish once again of who we are, what God's called us to, and what God's saying for us for the year ahead because I believe um, it's all surrounding uh, the Bible, his word and what he's saying and it's gonna help us as a people make sure that we're running in the right direction together, amen? So if you're visiting and you're looking for a home, I pray that even through these messages, even today, it's going to minister to you. I believe that. But this is um, also, too, for our, our people that call this place home. Um, and, I, and I do believe the Lord is establishing this house once again. We are, we are in year seven of, um, of this house and what God has done in and through it has been um, supernatural. And Rachel and I... Um, as, as pastors, we're just so thankful and grateful. We love you all. As part of the senior leadership team, once again, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. What a special place this is. And so every year in um, October, for the past couple of years, Rach and I try to get away for some time. And um, this year was a little different. We were away with our big family, Rachel's whole family, extended family, because it was her, her parents' um, wedding anniversary year. And so we all got away. And um, I remember on one of the days it, it, on, the run, on a run I was doing, um, I really felt the Lord uh, minister to my heart. Um, and it was probably because I was by the ocean. Just everything's better by the ocean. <laughs> and I felt the, the word in my heart get dropped that it was this, the phrase, wellspring of life. Wellspring of life. And I immediately knew that that was a part of our vision of our house, being an oasis, a wellspring of life. But I didn't think that it was something that the Lord maybe necessarily wanted to impart for the year or talk about in this whole year. But um, I, I received it and I, I just prayed into it and then I left. And then we were also, I was traveling then not too long after that at a conference down south and in a, in a session. And this was so funny. You know, the Lord does not care where you're at or what you're doing. He wants to talk to you. You need to say amen to that. He does not care what position you're in or what you found yourself in. And so I'm in a, I'm in a conference that's about tech stuff in a church, like tech, like how to do light sounds production. I have no idea why I'm there. Um, I'm just there, <laughs> fully there. And I'm in a session that I'm just like sitting there kind of like, like, oh, I'm, okay. And once again, the Lord said, 
wellspring of life. And so I knew right away, this is what the Lord is wanting to focus on this year. And so he immediately led me to John chapter four. Go, go, go to John chapter four if you have your Bibles. How many of you have your physical Bibles in church today? Show, show us. I love it. How many of you have your phones? I'm judging each one of you so much. I'm kidding. And if you don't have your Bibles, do not, do not be weary or upset or freaking out. We have a big Bible right behind me, and it's going to show up. And, um, but if you need a Bible, when you go to the Connect table, there will be um, a team there that can get you that. So, um, but John chapter 4, it's, it's what the Lord led me to, and I want to read it this morning. It's John 4, verse 7 through 14, and it says this. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. So just real quick context for those of you. This is, this is like a no-no, right? A massive no-no culturally, like for this woman to be at the well, for Jesus, a man to be sitting with this woman. It's just, it's just no, right? But, but Jesus disrupts all the time. And he steps into places where people might say, how, how, this is completely not, this shouldn't be the case. And Jesus is like, you don't get to tell me where I get to step in. He steps in where there's brokenness, where there's need, where there's hurt, where there's pain. He, he steps in. And Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it, who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Everyone say living water. Are you thirsty today? Living water. And no, I'm not talking about the culture's thirst. We have to. We have a young church. It's just the reality of it. Verse 11. Let's get back to the Bible. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his livestock? And this is it. This is what I felt the Lord say. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, a wellspring of life, welling up to eternal life. These are the words of Jesus, and I, 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 we believe in the words of Jesus. We live our lives on the word of Jesus, and in these words, Jesus says, if anybody comes to me, I will be the living water. I, I will restore the desert places. I will heal the places in our lives where darkness has settled or pain or hurt or offense has come in. I'll, I will be that living water. And I believe that's what he's calling us as a church to become more than ever before, to be a place that is a wellspring of life in the midst of a desert. Amen? This is the word, the phrase for our year that we're gonna continue to come back on, to be a wellspring of life. Yes, we are called to connect and connect others, but what are we connecting them to? The wellspring of life, Jesus, 
Jesus. And, and, and I believe more than ever that this house is becoming a place where that will take place, where every time we gather corporately in our homes for formation groups or together one-on-one -on -one with coffees and relationship time, like we will be a people that are connected to the wellspring of life. And in this desert of a city, and I don't declare death over the city, it's just the reality of our city. There's a darkness over our city, but the church is called to be a place. And we are the church to be a wellspring for people that are in deep, deep need of it more than ever today. In prayer, I, I, I was just praying into this and just asking the Lord to just reveal more of what he wants to do in and among us. And a, a dear brother um, did not know where we were going this year and he just sent me a, a really, uh, we believe in the prophetic here. Can I say that? We, we've just come out of our Holy Spirit series. We believe that God speaks. This, if you don't know what prophecy is, this is it. He speaks through his word and it touches our heart. And I've watched people give words from the word to people and it's the right word, it's the right time, it's in right season. But he also breathes out his word into people and to release healing and redemption. We believe that. And, and this brother sent me a word. And Is it okay if I read it? I said, is it okay if I read this? He said this, he said, I, I, I see seven years of famine for oasis from the beginning. And when I read that, I said, oh my <laughs> Like, whoa, is this going to turn good? <laughs> and, and, but he said this, but I see it followed by seven years of plenty. Your perseverance, not just me or Rach or our senior worship team, but ours, our perseverance as a house. And trust in the word through famine, where the waters felt dried up and the provision felt weak, have prepared us to be a house and a place of plenty. Come on, we need some faith this morning. Open up your doors, open up your windows, open up your eyes, open up your ears for the rain of plenty. Plenty, plenty, plenty. You are not impoverished. And I fell to my knees and I said, Lord, yes. Let us be a wellspring of life where there is plenty. Plenty of him, plenty of provision, plenty for every person that walks into this place, that they leave here full, full of him, full of life. And it's gonna require all of us. I'm looking across this to be, uh, it's gonna happen through all of us. Through all of us being the body. If, 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 if you can serve, then step up and serve. Well, maybe, maybe better yet, let us say it. Warm up, warm up your home. If you can make a meal. Yeah, if I get weary, because you're probably just sitting in your bedroom all day. Life. We do not have to be a people that get trapped. A lot that happens, right? We already have begun to see it. Church, we don't have to get into that nonsense. I'm connecting my life to the source of living water. I'm connecting my life to the one that is hope. And then going into his presence is coming out of his presence full. Hey, church. At this point of the podcast, we did have some technical difficulties. Uh, a few minutes are missed. But here's the rest of the podcast. Establish this house on the word. And we will forever, as long as I'm here, <laughs> we will establish this house on the word of God. The word of God is offensive. Jesus was offensive. That's where the, the stream of popularity has come in. It's like, I don't want to offend anybody. Now, now, if you're looking to offend people, you're wrong. But what the gospel, what I mean by it's offensive is that when it's spoken and the word is shared, it cuts a heart that is so prideful and arrogant and wicked and all the things, and it, it offends the heart to change it. 
The word is, is what we've, we've said. This is the, the vision and the story. I, I dream of the day. I, I was journaling on my birth. Yes, I journal. I have my little notebook and my Bible and I get my coffee and I journal. It's just the thing I do. And I was journaling and I just said, like, Lord, can I ask you a, a, something? Can I ask a, a wish on my birthday? That our people would love the word of God. That they would love this. That the first thing that happens in the morning is not waking up and scrolling aimlessly to try to figure out all the gossip and the nonsense that's really just gonna take from you. Checking the emails and already starting off with anxiety because your boss emailed you and you're like, oh my God. But that we'd be people that get into the word. Even if it's just someone said to me, where do I start, John? Just read John or just read the Psalms every day. Just, just get lifted up in his presence, but get to his word. That's, I was just like, Lord, that's all I want. That's all I desire. That's what he desires. He wants to breathe into our hearts his story. Because when he breathes into our lives his story, things start to leave that have no place. When we say yours is the kingdom, y'all were singing it so loud. Yours is the power, yours is the glory forever. It's like, well, he wants to show you his kingdom. He wants to show you his power. He wants to show you his glory forever and ever. I'm, are you okay? This is the story. Our stories can change, his story will not. Oh, and people are trying. Can I just tell you, people are trying to change the story of the word of God, and I'm here to say today, if I ever divert from the word of God, run. Leave. The elders will come and they will tackle me. They have strict orders, Charles knows. They, like, it is hard to live by the word. It's not easy, but it's life. It's actually the thing that has sustained me over the course of serving Jesus for uh, 13 years. That in the darkest of valleys, because guys, I've been in the darkest of valleys, even as a believer and as a pastor. I found myself in valleys of depression and anxiety and fear and thoughts that have crept into my mind of wondering, like, is this worth it? And, and the first thing that the Holy Spirit always would say to me is, go to this. I was longing for someone to pick up the phone and call me and be like, I got a word for you, brother. You know what's crazy? I didn't get any words. Prophetic, I didn't get people calling me and be like, hey, brother, I got a word for you. You're in the pit. Because <laughs> the Lord said, I need to get you back to what you know. It's this. His word is life and light to all. It's the living water. It's the living water for our souls. It's the... It's the story of redemption. And as a house, we want to be a people that build our lives off the word. I, 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 uh, I, was, I was recently um, away, not, not this, last, this last week, but I was, I was away recently, and I was talking to some, some pastors. And um, we were talking about church and it's what, it's what we do, right? It's our, it's our job. So, like, it's what we, so we learn from each other and engage with each other. And, and, a, and a man said to me, he said, you know, I, um, I went to preach one time 
And I got up to preach. And before I did, I was talking to um, the pastor that I was preaching at his church. And they said, what are you gonna preach on? And he said, oh, I got, I got like five different passages of scripture. And the guy said, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's too much Bible. Too much Bible? Aren't we in God's house? And it hit me. I was like, whoa. Like, I, he's a better man. He went and preached. I would have walked out. I don't care what honorarium would have given me. Oh, you, you, you want to get real? Can we get real for a little bit? It's like, it's like you, you, too much Bible? I don't think the church has a lack, has, has, has ever been found to have too much Bible. <laughs> I don't think it is the case. I think we don't have enough Bible. I don't think we have enough of the word in us. Because if we have the word, it's what I prayed over you men, that we'd be trees planted by streams of living water, that everything we do, everyone say everything. Everything we do would yield fruit. Everything we touch would yield fruit. That if we establish ourselves in the word of God, everything would bear fruit. God's story has an answer to, I believe, every situation you walk through in life. It has, a, it has a solution to every problem that you're going through. It might not be the exact thing that you're looking for, but I'm telling you, when you're in situations and circumstances and you get to the word, he'll start to speak to you because it's living, it's breathing, it's active, and it'll tell you exactly what you need to hear in that moment for you to be edified, strengthened, corrected, you know, recently, Rach and I, and I didn't even ask for approval, but I'm just gonna share, like recently we, we found ourselves in a moment where we, we had just, we had some, some things happen, child sickness, like hospital bills, all stuff, and we were just in this thing, like, can we ever get out? You guys ever been there? Like financially, we're just like, oh, this is, man, this is costy, costing us. And, and I, I remember Rachel, junior Holy Spirit in my life. <laughs> And she came in and she said, hey, Jay, we need to stop praying for money. Because <laughs> that's what I was praying. Lord, send the money. <laughs> Don't judge me. You've all done it. <laughs> Just send the check, Lord. Do it in the name of it. It's like, what the heck? She said, no, Jay. And I don't know if she got this through prayer or through reading. Say both. She said, we're not being good stewards. Yeah, that's how I felt. Mm. <laughs> See, that's what the word does. The word, when you come into it with a heart that's like, I desire this, I want this, it starts to course correct things in your heart, things that you know and things that you don't know. And it starts to speak to finances it starts to speak to how to be a husband and a wife. It starts to speak how to be a worker, a laborer, a, a person that shows up every single day to their job and is faithful and diligent and, 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 and does it unto him and doesn't need a paycheck or a raise or a boss's pat on the back to keep going. It's unto him. Are you hearing me? It, the word will teach us in a culture where, where sexuality is all rampant and wild and crazy. It'll teach us what his word says about it. It taught a young man that was full of impurity and lust and, 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 and just sexual perversion. Can I, you guys are all like, what? Yeah, that's my story. And I got into the word. I remember going, in, can, can I share a personal? 
I'm already here. Um, I, I remember getting saved, and my mentor, I've mentioned him a lot more, I went into his office and I said, bro, this is what's up, dude. I, I'm, I've been saved for like two years and I can't break this cycle. Please, dude, what do I do? What do I do? Give me a book. So I said to him, give, give me a good read. Okay. <laughs> and he pulls this thing out. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And I sat down, had a lot of moments in that, in that office of his. And I sat down and he reaches in his drawer and he pulls out a note card, a block of note cards, three by five white note cards. And I said, okay, like, dude, I, I, I am a mess right now. Like, this is your solution. Like, note cards? I was like hoping he'd come over the desk and just start, you know, hands on me, just, oh, like, let's get after it. <laughs> and he said, I want you to go in the word. He said, I want you to go in the word and I want you to write down scriptures that will break the cycle of sexual immorality. I said, what? He said, I want you to write them on a note card. And then I want you to punch a hole in the corner and I want you to put a three ring binder in it. And then I want you to carry them in your pocket. At that time, I wore a suit. I wore a suit every day, whether you think it or not. Every day for seven years. I look good. <laughs> so inside of my pocket, in my suit jacket, I had a, like a note card stack with a ring on it that in between meetings I'd pull out. I'd walk into the bathroom, pull it out. I would walk to the cafeteria where we would eat because I was at a university and I was working and I would just read it. How does a young man stay pure? By living according to the word. Right? Therefore, I'm no longer my old self. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Like, I was just reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it. And what it did, it got into my heart. My affections changed. My affections turned. It's because my heart's desire was not being led by my desire. It was being instructed by the good father and his good word that will pierce a heart if open to it. And it started to instruct me that, hey, JP, this is the way to go. Can I tell you, freedom is found in Jesus. It's not a cliche thing to say. It's not for us to get an applause and a hoorah. It's, it's none of that. It's actually because we believe that when you root yourself in the word of God, freedom is found. This is the power of the word. There's, a, there's, a, there's an attack, and I, and I say that with much like fear of the Lord. There's an attack on the church. To be a place where it's just come in and get a good 20-minute TED Talk. I'm not good at TED Talks. I tried it once. I did. I would have got asked to come in and do it. I was like, I'm terrible at this. No one applauded. I got off, and I was like, I should never public speak again. <laughs> I want you to know it in this month, in this year, in order to be a wellspring of life, we need his word. We're gonna counsel people according to his word. I, I, I've said that to our team. I said, like, when people come in with burdens and cares and needs, because we all have them, and we're here to help you. Do you hear that? Like, the, the elders in our senior leadership team, we're here to help you. But, but one of the things that I say often is, like, hey, listen, it's really easy to start going into how, man, feelings and emotions, like, you gotta be aware. Speak the word. Teach the word. Because when the word gets spoken, it cuts, 
it pierces, it separates. Are you hearing me? Like we need a separation in our hearts from what is the world and what is of him. I'm unapologetic about the word of God now. Maybe just because I'm 37. Forgot all. Maybe just because I, I've experienced the freedom in knowing Jesus and his word more than ever before. I, I, I love his word. I'm not weird about it. You know, I know someone, I forget who it was on TV. He's like, I love my Bible. I love my Bible. I love my Bible. I'm not like that. <laughs> if you are, that's awesome. <laughs> but I, I love his word. I want his word. I need his word, not just in the morning when I wake up, but I need it every hour. I need it. It instructs me on who we're worshiping. It tells me the story of the, the, the story of all the people in this Bible, who they put their trust in, who they put their eyes to, who they put their refuge in. I want this to be a generational church where the word of God is taught in the face of a culture that will say no. It's just, it is what it is. We're unapologetic. We love the word of God and we need the word to be a pillar in our lives. Are you hearing me? I, uh, I'll wrap with this. Um, Olivia, can you just come, just, just the keys. Is this okay? Are you receiving this today? This is, this is why um, we do believe in, in the power of, of the formation groups that we have. The formation groups that we've established, and there's more in the works too. Um, they're biblically based. Man, I, I saw the marriage and relationship one. That's necessary. And it's not like based off of like what our experiences have been or what their experience, it's based off the word. How to handle your money, it's based off the word. How to read your Bible, there's a, there's a group, how to read your Bible, it'll, it'll be coming again. How to read your Bible, it's crucial. You know, this is a complex thing. There's stuff in, like for me to sit up here and be like, you can just figure it out. No, you get into some of these Old, Old Testament stuff, you're like, what is going on here? Anybody? Yeah, you're like, whoa, I need a Bible class. We want, well, we have one. And we have other resources that wanna help you and equip you to read the word, to, to soak up the word, to get the word in your heart. Because when the word gets in our hearts, we don't come in on Sunday looking for the word to get in our heart. Oh, can I, can I just please? Some of you come in just weary and tired and broken and all these things because you've, you haven't gotten the word and then you come in on Sunday and you get a little taste of the word and then you go back out into this crazy hard place and it's like when the seed gets sown, it's just snatched. What would it be like if we all came in with the word? With knowing the word. And you don't have to know, like, memorize it. I was just, I was just, I was just watching something. A guy knew the entire book of, um, of Philippians by heart. Like, these people are memorizing books by heart. I don't even know my wife's birthday by heart. That's a truth. I do. I do. It's, it's right here on my arm. Uh, I'm not saying it. She said, what is it? But I will tell you this. For me, remembering the word is a habit that I've had to work at. So I want us to come in filled up in the word. I want to read something very personal today as we close. I got a new, new Bible. It's nice. It's a journal Bible. 
got side things we can write. It's, it's nice. I, I've had a lot of Bibles over my, my life. I think I gave one, I think Josh Rice, Pastor Josh, I don't know if he was in, I think he was here, I was there in Mexico. I was there in Mexico. I had a nice Bible. And that brother, that, he went missionary style. He talked me into giving me, his, giving me his Bible, like my Bible to him. He straight, I walked away and I got in the airport and I was like, I think I just gave my Bible to this guy and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> this was years ago. I've given a lot of Bibles away. And recently, um, the Lord just, I felt the Lord minister to my heart and say like, you need to keep some Bibles for Titus and Eden. You need to have a Bible that you'll hand to your kids and they'll have your, your notes. So this Bible is Titus's. And inside of here, I, I have a note. And I wanna read it because this is not just uh, this is not some emotional, intimate thing that I hope you guys, this is, this is what I want for all of us, for you. As the under-shepherd in this house, I want you all to have this. I said, my, my precious son, I, I bought this Bible in 2023. <laughs> I have used this to learn from. To be instructed by to be corrected and to be spurred on to keep running the good race. My son made these words, notes, if you can read them, <laughs> highlights be a path to follow. You are a mighty man of God and I'm so proud of you. May this be forever and ever what you live your life off of. Love, Dad. See, I'm not consuming my life with this word just for me. I'm doing it for my, my kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. God is, a, God is a generational God. He's a generational God. And this word has gone through generations. Thousands of years, it's been tried to be fought against, destroyed, disrupted, taken away. It can't. It can't. It literally, literally like it is, it is the book that has stood the test of time because it's his word. It's his word that's gonna bring light and life to us. And as a church, I want us to be a place where we root ourselves in the word of God. We find our place in the story of God. A precious story, a redeeming story, a story of redemption. Like, like, I, just, I just see that today, like it's the story of redemption. It's every day getting in there going, man, I'm so messed up, jacked up. I've missed it. I fought with my wife yesterday. It was the worst. It's true. And I find myself in the word just letting it wash over me and talk to me and remind me of who I am in him. It's redemption. So this year, I'm gonna encourage you. Get into form groups. If you can't get into one, but your house is available to host, host it, because then you get to get in the form group without having to sign up. It's a win-win. If, if you have something that, that's in your heart to give to our body, we wanna hear, we wanna know. In the days ahead, we're, we're gonna have more groups. I, I wanna, I'm gonna be doing one on prayer and the team doesn't even know that. I wanna do one on prayer. and So we're gonna do one on prayer. It's gonna be a lot of them, but the Bible-based. 
So here's my challenge. I, I, I hope the team, I'm gonna probably send someone into it. Forgive me. We have Bibles here. If you need a Bible today, we wanna give you one. We wanna give you one. Amen? Can you stand? I wanna just pray. I know it's a few minutes past, forgive me. But if we can, just, just, I know team members are probably running to get Bibles, but if we cannot move for one second. And if team, we don't have Bibles, it's okay. We'll get you a Bible, I promise. Can you just bow your heads and close your eyes? There's nothing really spiritual about bowing your heads and closing your eyes. It's just a moment where you're not distracted or looking around and seeing how people are responding. Or It's just simply a moment right now for you and the Lord to come into an agreement that you're gonna build your lives on the rock. That you're gonna build your lives on the word of life, the wellspring of life, the living water of his word. You're gonna come into an agreement that his word teaches us and instructs us and tells us stuff that's not easy in the natural, tells us to forgive, it tells us to give, it tells us to release, it tells us all sorts of stuff that's not easy, but he has promised by his spirit to help us. So if you are here and you just want a fresh touch of the Lord to be a person that establishes your steps by the word of God, just say yes right now. Yeah, Lord, that's our yes today. Our yes is that. That's, that's what you said to ask today, to say yes. And you, you say, let our yes be yes. <laughs> so we're saying yes to establishing our lives in the word. I pray for provision over this house to be good teachers of the word, to instruct people, to help people. And I pray that we would be lovers of your word. Oh, how sweet it is when you speak a word of life, uh, breathe the word. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for that, but we thank you that your word is written and it's there and it's true and it's established and it cannot be voided, it cannot lie to us. It's pure, it's holy, and it's for us to come into. So we come into it today. And this year we come into your word and we bless you and we honor you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Can we give the Lord some praise?